Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And the other one's not here. Uh, he went on a cruise with his family and he deserves it. So Ricky Rivera is not here, but that that means I got a guest, right? No, no, because it just didn't work out. It's been one of those weeks where I don't know why everything fell apart throughout the week and I've been busy with work and everything, but I was thinking about it this week of I don't want to not put something out because I care about this show, but it's kind of weird because we review stuff, but there's nothing for me to review. I'm not going to go watch a movie by myself. The whole point of the podcast is to do it with my best friend and we hang out. That's the whole point. But there's a secondary point that I think I've talked about on the show before, uh, which is why I really wanted to sign on to doing the podcast with Ricky. And because I, I love I love seeing movies and I love reviewing them. But there was another part of this that I felt like would be very beneficial for me, which was that as I'm pursuing uh, a career in film, hopefully, hopefully that. I found I thought I thought it would be a good idea to be watching what's being made. What are the major big budget movies coming out now? Our time in history. What are the huge ones coming out so that I could study them and figure out what works and what doesn't? And I'm just a guy. Like I don't know, but I'm watching more movies than the average person now it seems. So, I think I'm learning quite a bit. And so I wanted to kind of do a reflection this week about what I've learned so far. Kind of like this is just an, my own little open journal thing. Uh, I, maybe it'll be interesting. I think I've learned a lot and I've talked with a lot of folks about what I've learned and there seems to be something resonating, at least here in Arizona with the film industry. Arizona's got like a whole different vibe with film right now that maybe I'll go into. I don't know. Uh, but here's what I've learned so far is that modern movies suck. That's that is just a fact. When we went and did our tier list video, our tier list episode, which that's on our YouTube, if you haven't checked it out already, the result of that was that over half of the movies we watched in our first year of making the show and we didn't miss a week, we didn't miss anything. The over half of these movies were ranked F. Half of them. And all of these movies cost close to 80, 100 million dollars. These are the big budget movies in front of us. Why are they so bad? What is going on? How does that much money get funneled into these horrible movies? that don't have good reviews. I, I don't feel like we're, we are sta standouts with the scores that we end up giving these movies. Usually we kind of, we kind of side with the general audience score when we look back on them. So I don't think we are snobs, but maybe we are with some of the movies, but that doesn't seem to be the case for me. So why are these movies so bad? You would think that when you get into that range of, a hundred million dollars at your disposal that all of these movies would be incredible, right? I would imagine that. I, 
I can't fathom that much money in front of me to make a movie, <laughs> to have the best job ever. Making movies is fun. I've been on sets. I I've been on professional movie sets. It's so much fun. And the people want to do something great and entertaining and impact people. But for some reason, the final product coming out of these big budget ones are just trash to say the to say the obvious. I feel like the majority of people who care about movies see what I'm seeing. And I feel like I, I'm understanding why. And it's kind of it's kind of heartbreaking, but we also live in such a profound moment with technology and history right now that it's it's starting to click for me what's happening. And I'll go into that. Uh, but you know, we all we all joke around too. I feel like every single person has had this conversation with someone about every movie we're making is a remake or a sequel. No wonder people aren't going to see them or no wonder they're all bad. And frankly, like, yeah, there's a lot of those, but that's just not true. Those are primarily the movies you're hearing about, but that's not the movies that are coming out. We've seen a bunch of original movies throughout our first year doing this podcast uh, off the bat that I can think of. Amsterdam, Babylon, 65. Did you hear much about those? You probably did about Amsterdam and Babylon, maybe, because they had big names to them. 65 suddenly had like one commercial in the Super Bowl and everyone was like, that's just dumb. No one paid attention at all to it. And it's a bad movie. So they shouldn't have paid attention to it. Sorry, Adam Driver. Love you. But that's not true. We have so much original content coming out. There are original movies and TV shows coming out all the time. Not everything is a spinoff or remakes or sequels, but that's just what we're hearing about. And in fact, I would argue that the, that the remakes and the sequels, they tend to be, they have a higher chance of actually being better in a way because they actually have a, an audience around them to begin with. I don't know. I don't feel like that's the case for all of them. But there's a higher chance that they'll actually work. That's also what I'm noticing with based on a true story movies. Every movie that we've seen so far, it feels like that's based on a true story is extremely interesting. Even if they're bad, they're still interesting to me. And they bring people in. Oppenheimer is to for one of them was just an incredible movie this year that I'm recommending to people constantly. But it falls into one of the tropes of why I think we're having trouble with movies right now that I'll get into. And so there's three areas that I think are why movies are falling apart right now for the big budget projects. And from my perspective, from both just watching the movies and personally working with people, and this is not to like say anyone is bad in the industry around me, like I've there's so many great people working in film around me right now, and it's wonderful. But we've said this multiple times on the podcast that the biggest theme that's come up for movies is a lack of passion. And that the more movies you end up watching right now, you can feel that. You really can. And I've I know that's such a that's such an odd thing to try and quantify, but it, 
the more movies that you end up watching, you can feel the lack of passion. I remember the first movie where that really seemed to be the case that we noticed it was last September with The Invitation. And I don't think anyone heard about this movie. It was an original idea. And behind the film, it felt like there was one person who had any amount of passion for it. The writer. Whoever wrote this script had an entire world, like a Game of Thrones political family world, behind the main events that were referenced briefly, that were talked about and motioned to. And there was an entire family dynamic that we got glimpses of. And it was the most interesting part of the movie. And yet no one had the faith to dive into that at all. In fact, the story that we ended up focusing on was so, it, it, it was just comical, in our opinion. Again, when I say, when I point out these specific movies, everything is subjective. You, you, you probably enjoy movies that I don't enjoy, and vice versa. But I think there are generalizations that we can start to pull from the movies that we're ending up seeing. And The Invitation was the first one where I distinctly remember this moment of, I can see the passion, but it's just not, it's not coming through because no one else on the set seemed to care about it. And I, I want to believe that's not true. I want to believe that's not the case. I want to believe that more people on the set cared, but I don't, I, I struggle to justify that with the products that end up coming out for how much money gets poured into this. But the other thing about this this point on passion is that we live in a time now where there there is such a constant need for more content on whether or not it's just creators on YouTube or TikTok or whatever but that translates to TV shows and films and every streaming service has a ton of their own content their own original content that they're putting into their library, which is why I say original having original content is not the problem. The real problem here is a term that I feel like I've heard it before, but I'm terming it as uh, slush content. It's just, we just are trying to get it out. We're just trying to create something and throw it out there and pray that it goes viral. We get one good clip out of it and then everyone watches it and all the ads are seen. And that's the goal of the movie now. And that really sucks. I, I've been on projects that were like that, like indie projects that wanted that specific thing to happen. That's the only goal behind it. And I could feel that on the sets. I had great times working with these people and getting to play these roles. But when the only goal seems to be we're making a film just for the sake of hoping that eyeballs see it and we don't we don't care at all if they care about it they can all yell at us they can all comment angry comments about this is awful this is bad acting this is bad writing whatever that doesn't matter because you showed up and you saw the ad and so why have passion in what you're making if the if the goal is just to get people to watch hopefully I mean, the more content that they have on the streaming services, 
that the better the the better uh strategy and the better promotion that they can have to you of like hey we have 250 plus original movies on here come check it out subscribe so we can get your money and we don't care what you watch if you're subscribed we don't care and that's the biggest thing i'm noticing because that that mentality funnels down it funnels down to the independent the independent filmmakers where the first episode of whatever we're trying to make we just care about that one being the solid one so that we can get it put uh, hopefully onto a streaming service and that sucks i really dislike that i i i struggle right now with being on these projects that are lifeless and i understand i understand that from a perspective of well we're making this because we're trying to learn something like that's a lot of a lot of people in independent filmmaking like very low budget stuff that's sometimes the goal and that's why there's a lot of projects where people it's just also unpaid work i do a lot of unpaid gigs just because people are trying to learn and that's great but it doesn't train us well i don't feel like because when we just start making stuff randomly for the hope that people someone sees it but we don't care what the we don't care about impacting them we're just making content that doesn't matter i, I say that because there are so many movies that i can recall on so fondly because i know they influenced my life and and in different chapters of my life i would say that the show Lost in particular, that was the first show I ever binge watched and I watched it with my dad and it was a million episodes long and a billion hours long. But that show was, there were so many lessons I took away from that show. It was an incredible thing to watch. And I've talked about the John Wick series having an extreme influence on me. And I've talked about how Marvel in particular was something that I really latched onto because I would just randomly end up seeing every movie with my dad. We didn't know anything about it, but they they were so fun and you could feel that fun in it for the most part. I think passion is just the biggest thing I care about now. Having a passion for what you do. And I'm taking that away from Straight Dude Date Night. I'm learning that from this show because... Part of pursuing acting, I'm learning, is that you have to, you got to do the work to make the movie, too. And so I'm being put into positions now where I'm trying to help groups with actually making the thing. Like being a part of the crew and being a part of the writing group. And maybe I'll get to act in it. That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal I want to do. But that's not guaranteed but I care about the thing we're making and the, the people I'm trying to surround myself with, we care about the thing we're making. And we hope if we can impact one person, it was worth it. It was worth it to make the thing we made. And I feel like that's something a lot of artists, any kind of creative person needs to hold on to because we're losing that. We're losing that, that drive and that spirit 
of why we do the things we, why we create at all. There is such humanity underneath what we're doing that even if it's fantasy, you're usually pulling from real life these stories that these lessons you've learned and putting it into the story and hoping that that communicates in a cohesive way to someone down the road. And we're, I feel like we're losing that because even when it comes to like what we see on YouTube and TikTok, Instagram, whatever, we're just trying, everyone is just trying to throw stuff out there. Just make something and pray that it propels you somewhere so that you can start making the thing you're passionate about. I don't, I just don't like that. <laughs> I'm saying there's a lot of things I don't like right now, but that is, this is a huge thing that I have started to learn. And I'm noticing with other filmmakers too, they notice the same thing right now. Arizona in particular, we are in a weird spot where we're in a phase where uh, like Georgia and New Mexico were in the 90s. Now, if you don't know film stuff, uh, Georgia, New Mexico, all these other states other than uh, LA and New York are actually like very big. And that's because they did the work to actually elevate their own cities and independent filmmakers helped to build that market. And we're seeing that happen now with Arizona. And that's a very, it's a weird moment that we're in, in this state. And I'm so happy to be a part of it because there are so many people who see the same things I'm noticing and are saying, we want, we don't want that. We want to have passion behind what we're doing. And if, and if God allows it, we want to get paid for it, but we want to have, we want to have passion in everything that we do. I don't know how else, to, I don't know how else to say it. It feels like an obvious thing, but it's apparently not surprisingly. Another thing in general that I've noticed is that, and this may just be a world issue or like an American culture issue right now is a lack of work ethic in a way. And I know now it's now dad is coming out and it's talking about work ethic and you got to actually work hard to get where you want to be. Like, I mean, we've probably all heard it, but it's true. I, I had, I've met people recently who, you know, with actors, we end up talking a lot about where are you training? Are you training at all? What have you done? What, all, all this stuff. We're, we just want to know. We're all trying to network and we're trying to, we want to know what experience each other has. But I've had more discussions recently with people who say that they don't believe in training at all, which is entirely opposite from my mindset you don't train at all with what you do and they argue that well just pretend anyway so when i'm on set like they'll just tell me what what i need to act like and i'm and that's it and i know that's a that can be a perception around this but that is wildly untrue the amount of work that I have seen in other actors around me for roles they've prepared is insane. My, myself included. I've spent, I, I have spent over a month on certain roles that I've gotten to try and prep and consult with people 
to understand the person I'm trying to portray because there's some roles where you can pretend, but God, I've never had an experience like this guy has. How am I supposed to relate at all? I, I don't know. And I think we're seeing that with a lot of creative things right now where we're all, everyone wants fame. Everyone wants their, their thing to go viral randomly. And so we just keep it. This ties in with the passion and the slush content where we just keep throwing out random stuff. But if you're making something and working on that, that's at least something to help you get better, which I do think that is wise. But this idea that we're owed something that I'm going to be famous or my art is going to be recognized worldwide someday but you're not doing anything. Why is that part of this? Why is that part of this the the discussion at all? And I think creatives are are falling into this a lot. Uh, and I I I don't know why. I don't know why we're seeing that, but I'm noticing it. And you can I, I, it's hard for me not to believe that that's contributing to why movies currently are just bad because we don't need to work on it that much, especially if the goal is just to throw something out there. If we don't care about what we're making, then why work super hard on it? And that's so messed up to me. That's so, I, I just cannot fathom that mentality. And maybe someone will prove me wrong on an element of that, whatever, but I don't think it's, helpful at all especially with what we're seeing about ai and i believe this a hundred i believe this a hundred percent that we are moving towards a day where we are going to take the human the human element away from arts because of ai now that's where we're heading and so I, I implore you, if, if you have anything that you care about creating and that you want to be, you want to train and get better at, this is the time to do it because there's going to be a day where specifically with movies and TV shows, there's going to be a day where everything you see in a movie is just AI. The writers, the, whoever wrote it, it was an AI. The characters, the actors, they're just AI. And it's going to look phenomenal. The acting is going to be perfect because Leonardo DiCaprio is in their AI learning platform, their, lear their learning model. And we're going to have that day. And there, we are coming closer to an age where the pursuit of arts, we're going to want to keep doing it, but it's, it's leaving. And especially if we keep up with this lack of work ethic around the things we care about, then why, then why keep us <laughs> if we're not doing the work to become masters at what we want to, or what we're passionate about, then companies have an incentive to create AI, to invest more in AI. It, it's, it, they have an incentive around it. And we have to continue trying to prove that, no, that humans are the element of art that people care about. I don't want to see that day, but it's coming and something we're all going to have to adjust to. And I'm preparing for that. I don't mean to be, uh, what's the word? 
I don't mean to be negative. Uh, there's a lot of good that can come from AI as well. But we're already starting to see that surprisingly, the arts are what's being are one of the areas being targeted first with AI, which I wasn't expecting that. But here it is. So what do we do? What do we do? All the movies are bad currently. There's no passion and we're losing work ethic around it. So what do we do? I believe that what we have to do is actually take action on the things we care about. I know this from my own experience as a creative, and I'm sure if you've stuck around this far, you have had something in your head that you care about, that you want to see actualized into the world that you're struggling to push forward on. But if you care about the thing, if you care about whatever it is that you want to make, whether it's movies, a short film, music, art, whatever, if you care about it, it's worth something. It is worth it to be the person that tries to impact the world with your own creativity. And we have to hold on to the things and be reminded of how much art and creative creative fields like this have impacted us personally. Movies and TV have impacted me immensely. I want to be a part of that. I actually, I did a short film. I wrote, directed, and starred in my own short film last year that it was more of, like I said earlier, it was more of a learning experience. It was my first time doing that. But afterwards, I was so disappointed with myself in what I wrote. And maybe this is just the creative in me being too harsh about it. But my passion for this script was just empty. There was nothing about it I cared about. There was nothing in it that felt like I was going to impact. Like it was it, it was lifeless. I don't know how to how to block that sometimes because that may have been my own self-doubt and a self-esteem issue at the time. I learned a lot. It was an extremely informative time, but I never put it out because I didn't, I wasn't proud of it, but I do regret that. And I think we have to push through with whatever we end up making. There's pros and cons to all of this. I just care about artists actually being passionate about what we're doing because it feels like we're losing that a lot. We're losing that, that reason to do the hard work to make something excellent, not just good, but excellent to impact people around. I don't know if any of that made sense, but that's why I make this too. We put a lot of hard work into Straight Dude Date Night. If we didn't, we wouldn't put it out. And I thought all week about, all right, if I'm going to do this and make a little like open journal thing, what am I even going to say? What am I going to talk about? What do I care about talking about? Is this going to have an impact at all on people? And I think it will. I think someone is going to see this and get 
something kicked into them to remind them what I'm making is worth something and it can impact someone. So that's why I made this. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I appreciate our fans, our family, our friends, everyone involved with supporting us in Straight Dude Date Night. We do this for fun. There's a lot we're learning. And I'm very proud of what Ricky and I have been able to do so far. And we want to keep doing more. So I appreciate I appreciate you watching. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and all that stuff and leave a review if you're on the podcast and all that. And yeah, have a great week. And thanks for listening. Bye bye.